hello there welcome to my channel and uh if you uh hear some snoring it's uh it's my my dog i, I don't know if she's in if she's in shot right now but yeah <laughs> please make sure to go check out my podcast and also subscribe and yada 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 let's get into the video I'm sure you guys know about the Women's March, which takes place about around the beginning, I think February, of every year except for 2021 because of the Rona, which is kind of doing them a favor because Trump not being president anymore kind of gives them nothing to protest over. Now that they can't protest Trump, if you took away vaginas, there really wouldn't be a Women's March, would there? From banning protesters who are pro-life, even pro-life women, to having a co-chair who has commented favorably on Sharia law, which, if you don't know, is a system set in place in the Middle East, in several Middle Eastern countries, that actually does oppress women and treats them as men's property. The Women's March has had its fair share of absurdity. And the Women's March has a TikTok, because uh, of course it does. I'll be responding to kind of a thread of a bunch of different TikToks, and they were fairly recent when I wrote this script, but like, a lot's been going on, and uh, it's been about half a year between when I wrote this and now I'm filming it, so. I haven't forgotten about you guys, just things have gotten a lot more hectic and stressful and busy, but thankfully I have this channel to look forward to, so there's that. <laughs> now on to the TikToks. Facebook, Twitter, and Google CEO will testify tomorrow before Congress on how disinformation on their platforms played a role in the attack on Capitol Hill. Man, these people can't go five minutes without mentioning the Capitol riot. 1-6 is basically 9-11 to these people. <sighs> I assure you guys, I wrote that before there were actually people trying to make the case that January 6 was somehow worse than 9-11. And yeah, satire is not a thing anymore. And I'm pretty sure that the so-called misinformation she's talking about is the belief that there was widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election, which the YouTube demonetization and, I mean, even at this point, just straight up, like, banning uh, gods uh, prevent me from giving my opinions on that. So let's just say there was definitely no voter fraud in the 2020 election. I seriously doubt this girl would give Black Lives Matter the same amount of condemnation despite the fact that they just spent the entirety of 2020 uh, causing violent riots throughout cities, causing destruction, death even. Not to mention that Black Lives Matter probably is the biggest misinformation spreading organization within the last two years. When polled, an overwhelming majority of people think that the number of unarmed black people killed each year by police is way higher than it actually is. Some people genuinely believe that just calling the cops on a black person is an automatic death sentence. The riots in Kenosha alone, from June to August, killed 27 people, and that's compared to one death 
from direct violence in the Capitol riot, and that one death was a rioter. I wonder what's worse, countless rioters, looters, vandals, arsonists, etc., causing destruction all throughout practically a year, or some redneck goons walking into a government building for four hours and making government people feel unsafe. I wonder. And of course, when people try to use big words like insurrection, or they're trying to overturn our election and our democracy, when like, they don't really want to look at the, you know, the very uh, sizable things we can measure, such as, you know, deaths, destruction, length of time. Uh, no, they just want to say big, scary sounding words to make their point. And, you know, of course, I really disagree with the whole notion of if it happens at a government building, that makes it worse than if it happens to American citizens. Um, if we are going to go by the logic of, well, if it's an insurrection, an attack on the government, then it's worse than, uh, are we going to forget that, that Chaz happened? Are we? Because I, I hope we don't. Imagine how these people would react if the same people who stormed the Capitol did that for an entire summer, attacked mostly low-income minority communities, and had their ideology taught in mainstream pop culture and even in schools. Their platforms push out misogyny, racism, violence, straight-out lies, all under the guise of free speech. Under the guise of? No. It is free speech. Something being hateful or untrue, or let's be honest, you disagreeing with something, does not make it all of a sudden no longer free speech. These tech giants have been allowed to self-regulate and make their own rules that they don't always enforce. I think that if these big tech giants really want to be platforms and not publishers, i.e. they're not responsible for all of the content posted on their sites, I think that they need to stop curating and censoring content that they disagree with politically. It would ruin their hate-for-profit business model. Fun fact, when I was little, I always wanted to be the CEO of a hate-for-profit business, but then I realized just making YouTube videos was a lot easier. The lack of regulation of disinformation and online hate speech has translated to real-world violence. Almost, if not every political group, has radicals who commit violence, unless it's a direct call to violence. <coughs> Punch Nazis. <coughs> I don't think that you should argue that just because a certain political group has radicals who commit violence or extremism means that that side or that ideology has to be censored because then hardly anyone would be allowed to have a voice on social media. I'm sure that it's clear and obvious to all of you, but I'm still going to call it out. This girl is trying to use this as an excuse to have her political opposition censored. Not to mention that big tech is censoring and even straight up banning people who talk about 2020 election voter fraud. So what do you want them to do? Like send people to jail? Freeze! We're the internet police. You guys are going away for a long time. Hey. What are you in for? 
I said Caitlyn Jenner wasn't brave and beautiful. Brian, there's some bad people in here. Overall, the censoring and even banning of content under the guise of it being disinformation is very uh, problematic. Ugh, just, just saying that word makes me feel like I have to vomit. Censoring, flagging, banning, etc. People who question the 2020 election or people talking about the virus when they're not a handsomely funded cable news network has been stifling the political conversation and has made people, in fact, less informed. Remember when Twitter was actively trying to hide people who were sharing an article from the CDC that showed that only about 6% of recorded COVID deaths could be traced solely to COVID and not to other factors? Um, that's what I call a problem. These tech giants aren't censoring the conversation and regulating what people can and cannot say because they want to stop the flow of misinformation. They're doing it because they don't want anyone to question the status quo. If the claim of voter fraud in the 2020 election is as stupid and ridiculous as these people are trying to make it out to be, then why do you need to censor it? Because of the lack of regulation of disinformation and online hate speech, we've seen violence in El Paso, Texas, Christchurch, New Zealand, and now the attack on the Capitol. Kenosha, Portland, Minneapolis, yet. Oh, wait, sorry. I didn't catch the memo that we're not listing violent, politically fueled riots that align with your politics. My bad. An event the platforms knew was going to happen. They also knew about the Antifa ice bomber beforehand. That bomber was radicalized by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, better known as AOC's, insensitive and stupid comment saying that illegal immigrant children were being held by ICE in concentration camps. Do I think what AOC said was wrong? Absolutely. Do I hold AOC or her speech accountable to the actions of the bomber? No. Misinformation is just straight up false information. Disinformation is false information weaponized, usually for a political agenda. You know who's looking fine tonight? Seth Mosikowski. He's your cousin. Yeah, but he's my first cousin. Right. So you have your cousins, and then you have your first cousins, and then you have your second cousins. No, honey. Mm -mm. Many, many, many members of Congress were almost murdered. Um, and it is not an exaggeration to say that many, many members of the House were nearly assassinated. Conspiracies of Trump being a Russian puppet, the hands up don't shoot myth, Nick Sandman was a racist aggressor, and the wage gap are great examples of what you just said, but I really doubt that you would be in favor of those points being censored off of social media. I also hate it so much when these types of people try to complain about how small independent commentators are radicalizing people and feeding people misinformation when the mainstream media constantly promotes disinformation. YouTube has almost unlimited videos, meaning that if you see one making one argument or that has one opinion, 
I guarantee you, you can find many videos out there that challenge that opinion. But you can't really say the same thing about the media and the news because they're being held on a pedestal. And they're so big that you really can't see them be challenged, or at the very least, not to the degree that a small independent commentator would be challenged. I think that journalism really is dead and that the media truly is the enemy of the people, but I, a decent human being, have not called for them to be straight up censored. You see the difference between you and me? Is I don't call for big entities of power to silence people I disagree with along with other things. It's supposed to sow seeds of doubt and intentionally mislead people. So like your aunt shares an article on Facebook or WhatsApp saying the COVID vaccine causes hair to fall out within 70% of people. You see this, you know it's not true, but maybe your mom sees it and she doesn't totally believe it, but she's skeptical now of vaccines. It's this that really gets me. She's not saying that we should regulate disinformation. She's saying that we should regulate speech that goes against the narrative. I think everyone should be skeptical of the jab, which is code for you-know-what. Blindly believing in the safety of the jab is stupid, just like blindly disbelieving in the safety of the jab is stupid. I have a saying which is that indoctrination is more fueled by what you don't hear than what you do. Meaning that if you only hear one voice or one perspective, you're way more likely to agree with that because you don't really have many options. But if you hear different perspectives and different voices, you can then choose amongst those which best aligns with your values and your beliefs. I don't think giant corporations nor you should be deciding what is hateful and what is disinformation. Morality decides what is hate and facts decide what is disinformation which would likely happen if everyone were allowed to speak freely and give their own ideas, showing that you are so insecure that you think that if everyone were allowed to say their own opinions, more people would side with your opposition. So even though your mom isn't an anti-vaxxer now, she's really concerned and it sows seeds of doubts in her beliefs. Oh no, she's thinking critically. She's thinking twice before putting something in her body. That's how misinformation can be really dangerous to vulnerable people on the internet that you know and trust. Thankfully, the people close to me aren't stupid and impressionable enough to immediately become a Nazi or a racist after hearing one say anything. Nor do they lack the mental capacity to question and verify what they see online. Here's some good advice. Question everything question the big government elites and corrupt experts on what they say, as well as question what crazy anti-jab conspiracy theorists say. Then she goes to like WebMD and she starts getting on these weird websites just looking for the safety of the vaccine. For the safety of the vaccine. For the safety of the vaccine. Oh, that crazy, sketchy anti-jab website, WebMD, <laughs> caring about the safety of the jab. What conspiracy theorists? So then based on her demographic and her searches, it suggests her an anti-vax group of moms her age from 40 to 60. 
She joins it because she sees that women her age are talking the way she talks on the internet. It engages with her. Again, thankfully, my mom is not stupid enough to believe everything a Facebook group says just because the people on that Facebook group also happen to all be middle-aged women. And obviously, not everybody questions and looks into what they see online and on the news, or at the very least, not enough people. But shouldn't we be trying to encourage that more rather than just calling for censorship? Because no entity of power can truly substitute for actual critical thinking. You can't trust any entity of power, whether that be a giant corporation like big tech or the government or anything like that, maybe even other individuals or whatever, with thinking. You have to think, and you have to think critically, and you need to research and look into things yourself. We're just so used to companies, corporations, etc., doing things for us that oftentimes we do forget that it can often be so much better for us to do it for ourselves. And thinking critically is like one of the most important things we should be doing for ourselves and not relying on uh, fact checkers online to do. Because of course, I'm sure as everyone watching this knows, the fact checkers are truly the worst. Do not let anyone take the power you have to think for yourself and to research what you see and what you hear away from you. Trying to use censorship as a way to treat uh, the general population not critically thinking or looking into what they see is like trying to make an insecure teenager feel better by killing all hot people. The algorithm knows that whatever gets the most engagement should be pushed out further. So even if I react to an angry face on an anti-choice article I see on Facebook, it's going to push it out further because I've engaged with it and it thinks other people will want to engage with it as well. I wonder how you solve this problem. Hmm. I'm going to I'm going to need need a big brain for for this for this problem. I've got it. D don't. D don't engage with it. First of all, can we just agree how petty it is to call your opposition anti-choice? Like, how would you feel to be called anti-life? I also love how the mask slips off here. She's not saying she wants to censor disinformation or hate speech, but wants to censor mainstream right-leaning opinions. If being pro-life is hate speech to this girl, I don't care about what she says about hate speech. So if conspiracy theories and hate speech are what's trending, what's getting all this attention and uproar, is what they're gonna push out way more. If they're trending and gaining such popularity, maybe it's because they're not hate speech or conspiracy theories or disinformation and just generally good points that go against your political agenda. Just a thought. 
Now we get into how disinformation online translates to real-world violence, especially against women. Along with the rise of right-wing politics in real life, there's also a lot of misogynistic and gender disinformation we see online. Being right-wing does not make you a misogynist. I know that this should be obvious for all of you, but apparently not if people are still making these types of generalizations on the internet. We see all the time female politicians around the world being harassed online. It doesn't get taken down, it's so normalized on the internet, even though it violates terms and conditions. And then everyone is so surprised when a congressman to AOC's face insults her. We've also seen organized assassination attempts of female political leaders in the US, organized by men on Facebook. This part went all over the place, like freaking Roadrunner on cocaine. She first went from online harassment to AOC being insulted to literal assassination attempts. First of all, it's uh, more likely for men to be harassed on social media than women. And to the point on violence, men are also more likely to be the victims of all violent crimes except for sexual assault and rape, unless you include male-on-male -male sexual assault and rape in prisons. I understand society having a greater response and reaction to violence against women, because it is bad, of course, and women, being the weaker sex, can't really defend themselves against violence like men can. But what I don't like is when society has gotten to a point to where violence against men isn't even really treated like it's a problem. And even when men are more likely to be victims in certain situations, women are still made out to be the victims. Also, yeah, harassment is bad, but social media companies already don't allow that. So I don't understand why she refers to it like it's something that they need to regulate when they already do it. And to the point about AOC, her being insulted is not comparable to harassment and violence. I doubt that you would call it misandry if a female insulted a male congress member, again with like no mention of gender or sex or whatever. So why is it misogyny when it's the other way around? Standards. You should have them. And to the last point, I do think that social media companies and platforms should be doing all that they can to prevent acts of violence from happening started on their platforms, uh, though I don't really understand why you need to gender it. Their terms and conditions that they don't actually enforce themselves are not enough. Regulating these platforms and disinformation is a woman's rights issue. Insert my opinion here is a woman's issue because I need to stock up on all the victim points I can before the bad orange man and his insurrectionists come to cause the apocalypse. Anyway, what do you guys think about this? Please let me know in the comments down below. Please make sure to like and share this video, and please make sure to subscribe to my channel, and yes, I will try to make more videos regularly. Also, please make sure to check out my podcast, and I will see you guys next time. <laughs>